Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Clint. We're back for a Thursday episode. Uh, and not to be forgotten in this uh, now effective offseason of college football, Daniel. It's very off. We have the Sugar it Bowl. It is very off. It's very off. The whole thing is off. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to talk some basketball tonight. So get prepared for that. Everybody get excited. The basketball team is back in action Saturday against Arizona State. We're going to preview that a little bit. Uh, we're also going to get to a little bit of uh, football future casting as well as maybe some hangover remedies from this offseason that is off. Uh, but, Daniel, if people are new to the podcast, they need to know we are not gurus of any sort, but rather we are fans, the best kind of fans, really. We are fans. We're fans that choose to continue recording a podcast even after a brutal, devastating loss. That should tell you everything that you need to know about our character and who we are uh-huh. as 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 men. And you, men and women listening to the podcast, are fans who choose to listen to a Georgia podcast immediately following a loss, making you equally reputable in your fandom. I, I was going to say higher. Daniel, I mean, we're, we're out here recording it, but to listen to somebody else moan and complain the whole it's time. Very, it's very true. Kudos to you. It's admirable. Kudos to you, Georgia fans. Give yourself a standing ovation. Right now, wherever you are, just in your office, in your cubicle. <laughs> just start standing clapping. In the car, <laughs> driving to work. Open the sunroof and stick your head out. Just give yourself a standing ovation. Um, no, listen, we are glad you're here. We are glad. This is a podcast for fans, by fans. Uh, again, we don't want to talk insider um, program, insider stuff. There's other places you can find that. We want to talk like fans talk. So if you are a Georgia fan, we'd love for you to hit us up. You can email us at LockdownBulldogs at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at Dogs Podcast. If you have a question, if you have something you want us to talk about, if you have something that you want to bring up that you think we need to know about, um, we are interested, and we are, uh, yeah, we're we are want to hear from you on that front. So you can email us, you can hit us up on Twitter. It helps us out a tremendous amount. If you were, if you like the show, you can give us a, a rating or a review. A five star rating really helps us out a lot, especially on Apple Podcasts. If you subscribe to the show, if you're new or if you're old and you've never subscribed to the show, just click that subscribe button. That helps us out a tremendous amount. Um, uh, and then we're here every every day, Monday through Friday. So you'll get those episodes. Yeah. Thursday during the football season is normally the day we do our locks. Um, uh, there are no games to lock up. You want to give a lock on the Army Navy game, Clint? You got nope. You got a horse in that fight. Uh, sure. The over under of nine. Take the under. This is my lock. This is a serious lock. I don't know what it is currently. I did not even look it up. But, but take, take the, the under. under on that game. Take the under and take it as fast as you possibly can because that game's going to go under. Um, so that's that's your one and only lock. We are going to, beginning next Thursday, we're going to be giving getting into our bowl pick em series of locks Ew. where we are going to be um, not previewing every bowl game, but just giving a short. <laughs> no. Uh, it's 40 and a half, by the way. Under 40 and a half. That game is 13 to 17. Under. <laughs> that game is 13 to 17, and it's over. So, under 40 and a half. Um, uh, we're going to be uh, giving you our picks for every bowl game. Um, uh, and so, we're going to begin that series next Thursday. But this Thursday, as Clint said, 
We're going to be talking uh, a few thing, a few different things, starting with Georgia basketball. Georgia basketball mm-hmm. back in action. Clint, um, we should start with the news on the team. Right? Yeah. There's some some. I guess breaking news we learned after the 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 last game, um, or I guess bef- slightly right before the last game, and then confirmed by Tom Crean after the last game that Amanze Ingomeze is no longer with the team, has been he gone. suspended indefinitely. And in case you are, I mean, it, someone asked, a reporter asked, like, is there a path for him to come back to the team? And Tom Crean said the words, "We'll see." But his face could not have looked less interested in that. Like no, his, Tom, we we know we know Tom. His face said, "No." Like mm-hmm. apparently, this is just conduct detrimental to the team. This is just an attitude thing, and apparently, Un- this is unbecoming to an officer. This is not the first time that this conversation has been had, um, which is really unfortunate. Um, one for my prediction that Amanze would be the most important player on this team. It feels like that's not going to not going to come true. That took um, a hit. That did take a hit, but also just for the overall uh, depth of this team. But so, so Clint, I ask you, um, going into this Arizona State game, what are your thoughts on this team as a whole? What are your thoughts on this game coming up? Uh, where do you stand currently? Uh, this is maybe an unpopular take. I don't really know that much. Uh, all the unpopular takes have been, uh, so far, revolved around the football team. Uh, but, Daniel, there has been quite a lot made recently of these young players maturing quickly. Okay. Right? This basketball team uh, maturing quickly. And then you all of a sudden get the news that a player is supposed to contribute a lot is is gone mm-hmm. and you think oh no this is devastating uh this excites me for going forward oh bear with me bear with me okay, okay. this now team, i want i want this to be true so i'm i'm convinced me. okay okay uh this team was as you point next year's team probably a better product overall than this year's team, even though the best player Ant-Man will be playing in the NBA Mm -hmm. next year. Um, So this team needed to get something lit very quickly and get a little focus to say, we're not playing around. Okay. Get your head on straight. The maturity of these young players, uh, the crumps, the, the kind of the more veteran guys who are there uh, needed to get that in. And I think this, this no-nonsense Tom Crean, who is, by the way, loved by everybody. So no-nonsense Tom Crean, loved by everybody, is a good look. All mm-hmm. right? Uh, I think this is only going to reinforce the fact that stop playing around, stop Get your head out from where it sits for the first half. Most of the time, your Mm -hmm. slow starts. We're not going to be lazy. We're not sitting around. I expect high things from this team. Let's get going. And I think it'll only encourage the younger guys to mature quicker and faster out of this, Daniel. I'm excited for this. I want that to be true. The problem is, and this kind of gets into my Arizona State feelings, uh, the problem is, is that the bulk of this young talent, and by the bulk of, I mean nearly all of all uh is 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 perimeter players that's okay yes correct there is um that's where you know forget about anthony edwards but that's where that's where most of the promise 
on this young squad comes from. Now then when you get into these interior players, the players that are going to be most impacted by this uh, by this Omanze leaving, you get into the you know, you get into these guys, the Mike Peaks of the on the roster. You get into sure. uh, what's the other guy's name? Rodney Howard. Um, mm-hmm. These are the guys that are going to be increasing their minutes with Amanze gone. And what about Christian Brown? Christian Brown, yeah, but he's still more of a wing. Like Christian Brown is yeah, just a true. wing uh, type player to Monty Kamara and Christian Brown, um, Jaquan Walton. Still, all all I kind of play that wing spot. Um. You know, we know about Rayshon Hammonds, and we know what he can mm-hmm. and can't do. We know he's not the most physical guy inside, but we mm-hmm. do know that he's, an, he's a weapon offensively especially. Rodney Howard is the biggest guy on the team. He needs to play minutes. Mike Peake, I like what I see out of him when he comes in the game. Mm-hmm. Tom Crane is clearly not as impressed by Mike Peake. Um, but I just don't know. When you get into like Rodney Howard playing 28 minutes a game, I just don't know this team can win, like with that. Well, all, all you're looking for, you're looking for 15 minutes, six points, and two rebounds to be spread out between people now, Daniel. That's that's not that's not an no. You need more amount. than two rebounds. That's the problem. You need like well, that's that's you, that's his average. That's what he's averaging, Daniel. Who he's averaging? Amanze oh is averaging two rebounds per game. That's what that's what I'm trying to say. Two rebounds, six points in 15 minutes. This is what his average is for the year. That's, I mean, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. When I look at this Arizona State team, you know, you you will recall we played last year, and Georgia, Georgia, maybe you remember, uh, got out to a big lead in that game, and Arizona State mm-hmm. rallied back and ended up winning by two points. Um, it, this guard Remy Martin scored. Um, he scored twenty one. But the guy yeah. that really killed us in that game was Romello White, uh, low post player kind of had his way with us down in the post. He had 16 points um, in the game. I think he led the I think he led the, the game in rebounds as well. Um, let me just ask you, Clint, last year's post team, Derek Ogbede and Nicholas Claxton, mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. or worse than Rodney Howard and Mike Peak? Just if you were uh, to s- <laughs> Look, look, Nick Claxton did not live up to expectation, but let me tell you this right now. Uh, night and day difference between that and this it's year. A big time difference. I'm nervous that, especially in this game, we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot. This is a conference type game, you know. Like this is not a, obviously not a conference game, but this is a Power Five opponent. We play SMU a week from Saturday on the 20. That's another big time team. Like that's a mm-hmm. that's another uh, big time game. Uh, Arizona State's currently 53 in the ESPN BPI, so they're this is a this is a very quality team on the road. If we can keep this game close, this would mm-hmm. be a huge step forward uh, for this Georgia team. So uh, we will see. We'll see what they get done. We'll have more to say after the game, kind of recapping it next week. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see moving forward. Watch out. Watch just watch the rotation in the post in this game. See who gets the minutes and see how they're able to do. I think that'll tell us a lot of what we might be able to hope for in conference play. Yep, uh, that's good. All right, Daniel, we're going to come back after this with some thoughts, future casting Georgia football. Uh, Daniel, to say that this Georgia football team had freshmen in a lot of key positions would be an understatement. Yes. Uh, 
That's the defense right. alone had three, four contributors, five contributors on a week-in, week-out basis that were freshmen. Uh, Daniel, my question, thinking going forward after this year, because it is the off season. one more time, let me just reiterate that, and as you're dealing with the pit yeah. inside your stomach, the, the empty hole that mm-hmm. is there, really, uh, maybe this is therapeutic for you. We got, <laughs> you, you last time uh, reached out, begged, uh, qualified medical doctors to reach out to us mm-hmm. uh, and and maybe they su- would suggest stop focusing on bad things to which mm-hmm. we would say uh, well so- we can't but sorry. we can maybe pretend for a moment <laughs> Sorry. so we're pretending for a moment um, let's look through somebody else's rose colored glasses and think what freshman next year are you most excited about and I'm going to give a, a couple of caveats so he's a freshman this year next year it'll be a sophomore uh, I can't say Nicobe Dean, and you can't say George Pickens. Okay, so I'm gonna say so, Nicobe Dean, and you're gonna say George Pickens. Is that how the game's gonna work? <laughs> let's just say that's what. Let's, <laughs> let's just say I think Nicobe. I think we agree that Nicobe Dean and George Pickens are the offensive and defensive most exciting returning freshmen. So let's say neither of us can say them. Without neither of okay. us can say either of them, and so I'm gonna give you two. Um, I have an offensive and a defensive client. Do you have an offensive and a defensive as well? Oh, I like this. Uh, I can. I, I I had one name, but... but I'm going to give you my offensive one first because I'm feeling you have a, de- a defensive one. Um, Listen, Jorge, yes, I'm excited. But I might be equally excited about Dominic Blaylock. Give me this Dominic Blaylock kid... Um, really started to emerge towards the end of the year. Didn't and, he? And honestly, still the most painful thing about the SEC championship game was him going down with an injury because you just had the feeling with the way the play calling was going early, with the game plan that we clearly had that we were going to be letting it fly, mm-hmm. he was going to be the guy. He was going to have a game. Because Dominic Blaylock was was able to get open in that game. He yes, yep. Um, he never got a chance to prove that. Obviously, tore the ACL. Um, expectation is he's going to be fully healthy and fully cleared before the start of preseason. Which by is, the way, isn't that crazy? Be- which is huge. Back in the day, you heard ACL and you're like, oh, that guy's crazy. Oh, that's over. eleven and now months. Like, that's like a yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a huge thing. If he's able to go healthy through all of fall camp, you know, he'll obviously he'll miss the spring game. We won't get to see him in mm-hmm. that. But if he's able to be healthy through all of fall camp, I think that's going to be huge. I think he's going to uh, need to step up in a major way next season because we need all the help we can get, obviously. But I'm very excited about his, about the prospect of Dominic Blaylock. So that's my offensive one. I have a defensive one as well, but I'll let you, I'll let you give out the next one. Uh, I'll give two names to just keep an eye on. Um, one, defense, I'm, I'm not going with him because it just uh, – Lewisine is going to make plays wow. next year. Okay. I, he's the one that you thought I was going to go with. That's, as I most mean, excited. There's an opportunity. There's certainly the opportunity is there. It's going to be right yeah. for for Lewis. He's you know we know that uh, J.R. Reed is gone. Uh, mm-hmm. Richard LeCount, TBD, and so mm-hmm. uh, the opportunity is going to be there for Lewis and others. Uh, 
on the offensive side, a name to look out for because uh, I think there's going to be some major shuffling as we'll have to, we'll have to replace Andrew at tackle. Um, who knows what's happening interior wise? But just Clay Webb, Daniel, mm-hmm. just keep an eye out for Clay Webb emerging himself, uh, little Cade Mays style last year. Uh, sneaking his way into the rotation a little bit. But I'm going to give you a name. He was playing. He was balling out before he got hurt, LSU, and as well before uh, in the season prior to that. But Tyreek Stevenson, Daniel. Okay. My goodness. Okay. Tyreek Stevenson. Uh, this cat is big. He's lean. Uh, he likes hitting. Uh, he can cover. I think, I think he is slowly – rising up my list of favorite underclassmen on this team. I think he's going to play a big role in next year's team as well with turnover in the secondary uh, and with us trying to figure out uh, uh, or, or continuing, not trying to figure, continuing our dominance on defense. Tyreek Stevenson to me is exciting. I think the two, this it's fascinating. I don't disagree with any of those names that you gave. I think the two most obvious names on defense are, are the two that you haven't named yet. They're, uh, I, I know. They're Trayvon Walker and... Um, and Nolan Smith. And Nolan Smith. And so... Right. Listen, Nolan Smith played better as a freshman. There's, tell me I'm wrong, Georgia fans. Nolan Smith played better as a freshman than Lorenzo Carter did as a freshman, sophomore, and junior combined. Like, if you were to just take the sum total of the best moments of Lorenzo Carter's first three years... In Athens, not his senior year, but his first three no. years in Athens. I think you would have Nolan Smith's freshman year, the equivalent of Nolan Smith's freshman year. This I just t- checked all of Twitter and our email. No one disagrees. No one. They're all I don't think anyone disagrees. Trayvon Walker, I'm on record on this podcast. And listen, is it a hot take? Sure. Is it probably a dumb take? I think Trayvon Walker might be on the Mount Rushmore of defensive linemen at UGA when everything's said and done. Like, I think, I think mm-hmm. he's that good. I think he has the opportunity... I think we forget that these guys are freshmen. And when you look at those three guys, and by three guys I mean uh, Nolan, Trayvon, and Nakobe, top three rated defensive players that we got in last year's class, to say that all three of them lived up to that rating, to say that all three of them are, are not only poised to have long UGA careers and play a lot of games, but be... To, but to be huge difference makers on the on the field is is the understatement of the century. So that yeah, that freshman class is is only going to continue to get better and better. No, if you if you look back at uh, Auburn is is typically said to be maybe one of the elite defenses in the SEC. Besides Brown and that Cat thirty three, I forget his name, that linebacker who actually played pretty well down the stretch, even against us, middle linebacker. Um, th- that was really it that you could name kind of household names outside of Auburn for their defense. Yeah, you I mean, listed. if you weren't if you weren't an SEC fan, you didn't know anybody besides yeah, yeah, Derek Brown. Nobody that's besides what I mean. Derek Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you just named three guys that by by next year, everyone's gonna know those no, guys. Trayvon, if, if we're Trayvon talking about all makes, Americans, we're talking about all Americans. Yeah, yeah. Trayvon makes two sacks in this game against LSU on Joe, people are going, oh, look at this guy. He's just a freshman. Spotlight gets on him. Nicobe Dean's spotlight's already been on him. Uh, and then, of course, Nolan is just a freak. Uh, that 
That is three. You, you put anybody else around those three, and we're just it's a, fine. It's a nice little core of a defense. It, um, it really is. All right, we're coming back, third segment, um, talking about some football hangover remedies. But first, if you're a Spotify listener, use Spotify Wrapped to show us your top Lockdown podcast for the year. Take a screenshot and tag us at Lockdown Live and at Dogs Podcast on Twitter, and we'll share and retweet. Daniel, is it fair to say that you have lived some heartache as a UGA fan? I've lived many lifetimes of heartache as a UGA fan. <laughs> you really have. I think your son has like has the, the inherited gene of heartache of being a UGA fan. Yep, is is evident based upon Asher's uh, high emotional intelligence as it pertains to UGA football. It- it, he really is. He really is. By the way, just a quick Asher story. Um, longtime listeners of the podcast uh, are familiar with my son, Asher. We're outside throwing the football in the yard the other day, and um, he says to me something that both deeply wounded me and okay. at the same time that I had no argument for whatsoever. He said, Dad, next year, can I save my money and buy Madden 21 uh, for the PlayStation? And I said, sure, son. You can save your money and buy that. And he said, good, because I want to be Joe Burrow. Oh. 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 Tell me he's wrong, Georgia fans. Tell me he's wrong. He's he's not wrong. Gosh, it hurts so uh, bad. It hurts so bad. Real, real quick, Dan, I I have a new barber every five minutes. Orlowski. Mm. just is ESPN. Do all you got to do to work there is just have a pulse, Daniel? I think is that. I, I think it helps if you played Division One football. But maybe, but they certainly don't interview you about your your knowledge of Division One football. My no. <laughs> oh, you played cool, cool, great. Dumb. Do you know anything about it? No, we don't. No, don't no. ask questions like that. No. Marcus Spears, by the way, you are you are quickly becoming one of my favorite analysts in the entire industry because Dan Orlowski says Joe Burrow's not the best quarterback in all of college football, and Marcus Spears ain't having none of that. It was, gosh, I loved that. That was so good. Uh, yeah, a lot of heartache as a UGA a fan. Heartache. Okay, though. so Just... anyway, because of that, you've probably had to uh, recover and get back up on the horse. That's true. Ride that horse. That's true. Back out to mm-hmm. to G Day and mm-hmm. and put the shirt, the new shirt, back on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Daniel, how have you? What what has helped you get over as as UGA is suffering this, what has helped you get over that? Like a hangover remedy, kind of, you know those those people that say, "Well, eat greasy eggs and a Bloody mm-hmm. Mary, and yep. uh, ten bitters on a grapefruit." Drink, I don't know. Drink Just, more alcohol is what they say yeah. to do to get over hangover. Which, Quite literally, they say drink less than you did the night before, but still some. But drink some, and do you know what, Clint? That's exactly what I would prescribe for this particular <laughs> situation. No, I think um, it's an odd question to ask because we are on record 
on last episode of this podcast as saying that the way that we deal with it is we take our feelings and we bury uh-huh. them deep in in our souls and then we never speak of them again. And so um, that's what I do. Okay. I but but maybe maybe others aren't so calloused and hardened correct. after years and years like this, Daniel. Correct. Um, uh, and so I I think that. I think the key is is two things. Um, uh, the first is very simple, and we talked about it in the first segment of this podcast. The first is you got to find yourself a distraction, and let me explain mm-hmm. to you what the distraction is. Every single football season, Georgia fans, it's the basketball team. There's a reason that they align the schedules the way that they do. Okay. Yeah. Football season is over. The basketball season is nine games in, is about to play its ninth game of 30-something on the schedule. Okay, so we are right in the thick of basketball season now. This is the most exciting basketball team that the University of Georgia has ever had. Not the best, not the 10th best, but the most exciting. The best player to ever play at the University of Georgia, don't at me. About Dominique Wilkins. Mm-mm. He wasn't this good when he was in college. The dude has a threat to drop 35 at a, any given notice. Anthony Edwards is the best player, the best college player to play at Georgia, certainly as a freshman. Um, it is it is worth your time just as a distraction from how you're feeling about the football team. Maybe for you it's recruiting. I don't know. Clint, is that is that an is that an avenue you go? I don't it that doesn't ever no, particularly I don't interest touch me. That. I can't. Because you know what? You know it's it's nauseating the whiplash I get over who's decommitting, who's committing, what's the rumor, who's going to flip. You know what I care about? Just give me the signing day and maybe then I'll start looking at it. Um, but even after that, you got to crack the top 3 on the depth chart for me to to really care. And you got to stay on the team more than a year. You just got to know, Georgia fans, that, and you do know this already, I'm preaching to the choir, because you're Georgia fans. You've lived through more in the last three years than the average college football fan lives through in their entire life. So, uh, but you just got to know that no matter who you are, even if you're Clemson last year, top of the mountain, right? No matter who you are. When December 10th rolls around, or January 10th rolls around, and the season's over, everyone is in the same place. Yeah. And so, all you have to do now, as a Georgia fan, and this is kind of the the thing I was getting to, all you have to do now is get to January 10th. Because once you get to January 10th, LSU or Ohio State or Clemson or Oklahoma, whoever wins the national championship... Their fans are going to be doing the same thing that you are, which is projecting who's going to be good on next year's team and what the schedule looks like and how it breaks down and who's coming back and who's leaving and who's staying and who's going and what coaches are doing what and who's going where. Everyone's in the same because that's what college football is. College football is nine months of talking and hoping and dreaming and thinking and three months of absolute agony with 15 seconds of happiness sprinkled in. That's that's what we're looking at here in, in terms of college football. 
Daniel, I did I do that okay? I, did I did I present you, that in a way that was you fair? did that just fine? Okay. I think I think how to do I think if I may translate how to deal with a hangover is go back thirty five years and stop being a college football fan. Stop, I think if I could translate that, stop caring, stop caring. If you need me, uh, stop, stop needing me. me. Uh, by the way, my wife says that to me all the time. No, thank you for that, by the way. Um, here's an added bonus. I'll just add this. You know how not to deal with your feelings? Oh, please tell us because we need to know. Public service for announcement music, please. PSA music. How to not handle your feelings. Put down the phone instantly. Okay? That's just rule one. If you can't and you have the phone in place... Rule two, do not for any reason talk to somebody who's a minor if you are an adult for any reason on any sort of platform, any texting, any social. Just it's a rule in life. If you are of are age, you, is this on social media? Communicate or like this like, any, yeah. anywhere, just any any sort Correct. social media on a blog post, Correct. texting, call, just and, and everybody who's in high school. I'm counting in that of not of age. Stop talking to recruits. Yep. Just stop it. I don't care if it's your Stop nephew. I don't care if your nephew sends you a message on social media. Don't respond. You're don't a grown respond. man. You're a grown woman. Don't do that. Don't respond. Don't do that. That's not uh, It's not your place. You talk to him at Thanksgiving. Don't talk to him on yes. social media. It's not. Call, call up your brother and your sister. Ask them right. how they're doing. Ask him if he wants to hop on the phone. FaceTime him. Get with, on a FaceTime. With mom and dad there. That'll be great. That's great. That'd be great. No. Uh, and then the lastly, don't, don't get, I don't know why you think this is sport, some of you. Don't don't wrestle around with other fan bases, arguing about who's going to flip, what coaching hire was great, how Sam Pittman's now no longer a good coach, and he's sold out, and Kirby's going down because Dan's going to supersede him. All you got to do here, if you really want something, if you need something, take a screenshot and save it for next cocktail party. How about that? Save it for the end of October next year if you really need to do something. That that's the extent that you can do, or do what Daniel suggested. Just live in utter depravity. Hey, look, we all have our. Clint gave you some things not to do. I gave you some things to do. Like there's 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 many options for you. Lots of options. Many options. Go go buy a ticket to a basketball game. Take your kids. It's go. a fun time. That's the best. It is. It's a fun time. Uh, all right. Speaking of that, where um, uh, Georgia basketball does play on Saturday, we'll be we'll be back to talk about it next week. But first, there's a Friday episode tomorrow. We will be back to play some fact or fiction. One of our favorite things that we do every week: fact or fiction Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, leave us a rating. Leave us a review. Subscribe to the podcast. Email us lockdownbulldogs at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at dogs podcast, and we will be back tomorrow. Until then, see ya. See ya.